I'm Ryan Milliken from Hardway Performance, and you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. I'm Demetri Miller with No Zone Diesel. This is Anthony Rings from XDP. This is Jaron Holder from Holder Down Performance. Corey Willis from TPI. I'm Drew with D&J Precision Machine. I'm Pinky. And you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. Diesel Podcast. You're listening to The Diesel Podcast. The Diesel Podcast. The one and only Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? Glad you guys could join us for another episode on the Diesel Podcast. You guys are going to love this episode. Before we get to it, we wanted to give you guys some big news. You guys have been asking for more content from our, our guests, the the builders, racers, about new products, all those sorts of things. So we're going to start going to longer podcasts. So instead of 20, 30 minutes, they might be 60 minutes. They could be 90 minutes or even longer. We want to give you guys those details you've been asking for. And also, we have so many guests lined up, so many cool stories, that in order to bring them to you, we're going to have to do more episodes per week. So you're going to start getting notifications on your phone. So make sure you're subscribed on iTunes, YouTube. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, The Diesel Podcast, and on Instagram, just at The Diesel Podcast. You can get the latest information on these new guests and the new episodes that we're releasing per week. We also want to tell you guys... And welcome, Dan's Diesel Performance is a sponsor of the podcast. Those guys have been doing great work for a really long time. They do a ton of things there in the shop. And we're excited to have them on board, be able to talk with them, see what is new, what's you know what new things are bringing to the market. So we wanted to, to welcome them. And they're a guest on today's podcast. And Danny Voss, he drove there. He drove to Dan's Diesel. He's sitting there right now. Ready to sit down with Dan, talk to him about trucks, UCC, and go through a 650 horsepower LBZ build. And, you know, not just throwing parts at something, but building it reliably with the power that you want and also not breaking the bank. So, Danny, I'm going to sit back, crack a beer, handing the mic over to you. All right, Patrick, thanks for kicking it over to us. I have a guest here that uh, I you know traveled to today personally came here to the shop so to speak sitting in the office of mr dan clark from dan's diesel performance how are you dan pretty good danny how are you uh, i'm doing great you know uh you were at the ucc this weekend is that right yeah we were holy cow and rumor had it that you guys had a pretty big booth there yeah yeah we had a very large booth um like 80 feet long had uh, two of the trucks that we've worked on in, on display and uh, four tables of all the products that we offer. Holy cow. A lot of traffic out there at the UCC then? Yeah, it was pretty decent. Um, I, I think uh, with the uh, qualifiers going on at the same time as the competitors, I think it kept more people in the stands You know, in some parts of the day. Uh, so I think traffic could have been a little bit better, but uh, the weather was great and I uh, really couldn't complain about anything really you mean it wasn't 30 degrees this year no or windy yeah it was a little windy on friday but uh you know saturday and, and sunday were really good until you know, the rain came in on sunday afternoon wow that's awesome well we'll definitely dive into that a little bit but i'm glad to have you on the show yeah. why do we have dan clark on the show today well i'll tell you why we want to build an lbz truck to 650 horsepower and I want to do it without um, having to call a million shops and do it um, and learn the 
the right way the first time. And I'm sure you probably get this phone call all the time. Yeah. I figured I'd come in here and chat with you for a minute. So somebody calls you up, Dan, and says, hey, this is Dan with Dan's Dee's Performance. I want to build a 650 horsepower at the tire LBZ. But, you know, the hard part is um, I don't know what kind of products to use. I don't know what I should be doing, and I, I don't know what can handle what. Mm-hmm. What would you tell this customer specifically? Are we working with a stock truck or are we working with uh, something that's already been hopped up a little bit? All right, there you go. You know, the truck could have a lift pump and um, 200,000 miles on it. No? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, if the truck is pretty much bone stock, first thing I would ask the customer is, you know, why do you have 650 in your mind? Um, because, uh, the, you know, stock turbo, stock injectors, and CP3, as long as they're healthy, uh, we can get 540 horsepower out of that. And from the stock 300 horsepower that it has already at the tires, uh, that's a big jump. So uh, we would uh, start the customer off with, uh, you know, to me, if I have tuning, uh, probably air intake, uh, high flow, wide bridge kit, uh, built trans, some exhaust, and uh, see what he thinks about that 540 horsepower range. If he wants to go above that to that 650 mark, uh, then we're going to probably set them up with one of our uh, drop-in turbochargers, uh, like a 66 mil. Mm-hmm. That's a really good turbo that uh, spools good and it tows well, so you know you can still use it for work and uh, go out and have some fun with it. Uh, then he's going to need some bigger injectors. The stock injectors, they'll max out about 600 horsepower yeah. uh, without getting too crazy on the pulse width, which can uh, damage pistons. So probably go to like a, either a 30% over or a 45% over, you know, injectors we do build those in house as well and uh either a, a sportsman cp3 or a 10 mil cp3 to I, feed those injectors i like that and i you know what i like what you said about um i'm gonna see how he likes it at 540 yeah people don't even realize that a 530 540 horsepower truck is an absolute riot to drive mm-hmm. on the road yeah. And sometimes it's more fun to drive a truck like that than a thousand horsepower truck that you can't even use. Yeah. So it matters the the customer. It matters really uh, his ability, you know, with uh, the truck mechanically. Mm-hmm. But some people, I I would I would go out and say, hey, they might just absolutely love their truck at that level and not need to go higher. Yeah. But you said something about a Wybridge. Why uh, why is that a big issue for you? What is the Y-Bridge doing for the truck? Well, the, the factory Y-Bridge, um, you know, it's all part of the EGR system and whatnot. Uh, it bottlenecks down pretty aggressively before uh, it splits to the two intake runners. So what we'll do is we'll take that uh, stock Y-Bridge out and put in a 3-inch Y-Bridge to increase the airflow uh, dramatically to both intake runners so get uh, the air that the turbo is making into the motor, making more power and quicker spool up. There's quite a few benefits. So around 530, 540, you can see um, the wide bridge coming apart. Yeah. Is that uh, a common number? If, if a guy decides to do a, a, a cheap uh, EGR, uh, you know, delete or whatever, uh-huh. um, you know, we do see those wide bridges blow out. You mean one from eBay or something? Yeah, those eBay specials, <laughs> yeah. uh, one from China. Um, yeah, we do see those blow out a lot and, uh, you know, you know, it blows out cause the, the truck's a total turd. Yeah. So, so you go to a, what'd you say? A solid one piece? Yeah. Uh, we, we work with HSP 
Okay. And, uh, we and their... who, who is, uh, can you tell our listeners, HSP, I obviously know who HSP is, but um, who is HSP and what do they do? Uh, HSP is a, a fabrication company over in uh, Michigan. They uh, do all sorts of fabrication for uh, wide bridges and, uh, you know, turbo setups, you know, single turbos, twin turbos, yeah. traction bars. You know, they do a real awesome job, pretty wicked builds. Um, you'll see their kits in you know diesel world and diesel power magazines all the time on uh, some of their customers trucks uh and you know joe and his crew they, they make a real solid product so you know we get uh, their billet white bridges and um you know we'll do some of our own piping you know the cold pipes and you know, mm-hmm. intercore pipes intake stuff like that but wow. um you know we'll, we'll put that in there it's a two-piece bridge so unlike the the one piece which can be kind of a pain to install these drop right in and install very easily. Gotcha. So you think that your customer just might um, be happy right there? And let's say, you know what, he gets bored of that. And he's, dri- he's driving around. He's like, you know what, I want to go with that 66. Why do you choose that size? What is, what is it about a 66 that makes it to get to that next level? Well, uh, we offer uh, 64 mil, which is a step above stock. Because what is stock, like 63? 60.6. 60.6 on an LBZ. Yep, 60.6 millimeter on LBZ. That seems tiny. Yeah, so going up to a 64 mil is definitely a step up. Uh, We rate that turbocharger at 650 horse. So he's, you know, with the 64, he's going to be right at that max, you know, if he wants to get 650. Okay. Um, That. As we all know, sometimes people want to go a little bit further. No, so, not in this industry. So, so we'll we'll set them up with a '66. It spools just as good as the '64. Uh, it, it's a good turbo for towing um, and daily driving. I mean, you know, you know, your wife can jump in the truck and, and drive it to wherever she needs to go. I don't have to worry about turbo lag or you know you know blowing the tires off, whatever. Uh, it, it's a very awesome turbocharger. Um, so we would sum up with that. That turbo we've rated at uh, 700 horsepower. Uh, we've had one dyno out at 734 with uh, big injectors. So there's a lot more potential. Well, when people say big injectors, like how big are, are we talking like hundreds? Uh, like 60s, 60s, 60% overs yeah, those um, are or 100% overs. Uh, it really depends on you know what you're doing with the truck and uh, you know where you want to be at for, for horsepower. Mm-hmm. But um, I like... You know, sticking with a little bit smaller injector, like a 30% over or 45, uh, you can keep those a little cleaner and, um, you know, yeah. You like, um, you like them a little smaller, you just think they drive nicer on the road, they uh, don't smoke everything out? Right. I mean, if, if a guy does a lot of towing, you know, we recommend a smaller injector, like a 30% over. Uh-huh. Uh, they're easier to tune, uh, so regardless of who he chooses for tuning, usually most guys can tune those in really clean. Sure. Um, you know, and it won't affect his fuel mileage too much. So, you know, that's why I would stick with uh, something like that. Now, is that a myth? People think, and this is a common thread I hear, when you go to, a, let's say, a 30% injector, they automatically think fuel increase in mileage. Uh, to an extent, sometimes, because uh, you're uh, going with a nozzle that's uh, been extrude honed out, uh, so that makes the orifices just a, a better quality uh, to you know, pr- uh, promote better uh, animization and uh, fit more efficient, you know, fuel burn. So uh, with a small injector like that, you can potentially pick up some mileage, you know, if you're nice to the truck. Okay. That's pretty awesome to know. Mm-hmm. So I know you deal a lot with injectors over here. 
Um, yeah. What's that big old green Bosch machine I saw earlier? Yeah, so we are a, a Bosch authorized dealer. Okay, and, and um, before you go any further, that is a very loose term, mm -hmm. okay? I see that on like all these companies like on eBay and stuff. Yeah. So how can other companies kind of get away with using that title and and still be able to sell their product? Like, how does that work? Yeah, there's a lot of companies out there that are not uh, Bosch authorized. So they're, like, you see on eBay, you know, the $900, you know, injector kits for mm -hmm. like an LB7, let's take for example. Uh, those injectors are just pretty much, you know, uh, I guess cores that they cleaned up, maybe slapped a new nozzle on and uh, sent back out the door. So, you know, you're buying somebody else's garbage, basically. Um, there are companies that, uh, you know, get injectors through another party uh, and, and sell them, um, you know. So guess, what are, they, are they getting them from the junkyard? Where are they getting these cores? Uh, well, cores can come, you know, from just uh, core engines or, or core buyers. You know, we get core buyers a call us all the time, see if we got stuff laying around. And sure. at the same token, they also sell cores. So. That's how they make money. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's typically how that uh, goes down. And they'll just get cores and you know freshen them up a little bit and send them back out the door. Mm -hmm. And um, you know if if one is bad, it's not really much skin off their nose because they're not paying for the labor. You know if you need another one, well heck, here you go. You know it's, it's nothing out of their pocket really. And everybody knows that one injector on an LB7 is a pain in the neck. It's pain. Yeah, it's all under the valve covers. So, um, I mean, if you're, if you're going to buy, uh, some like refurbished injectors or like, uh, good use injectors, make sure that, uh, they are, you know, tested on Bosch test equipment and they meet all Bosch's test specs. So when you run a test, let's say on the LBZ, mm -hmm. um, injector, what tests are you focusing on what are they called and what do they do actually yeah so we got the bosch test bench in our fuel room um you know bosch has uh, several different test points you know to make sure the injector is doing what it's supposed to do uh the first test will be a leak test so it's going to see if there's any external leaks or the nozzle leaking uh if, if it does you know fail it it's, it's done it's junk uh if it passes the leak test then it goes into uh what is called the full load test uh, so that's uh, your max pulse width, you know, in that engine, you know, model, and uh, you know it, want, it wants to see a certain amount of output, uh, and, and not deviate too much from that output, and then it'll it'll check the return flow, make sure the injector is not leaking internally, and then it'll go into uh, like an emissions test, which is kind of like a uh, your cruising speed, I guess, and then it'll test like pilot injection and your idle injection. As long as uh, the injector performed, you know, right where it's supposed to be or within tolerance, you know, it, it's classified as a, a good injector. Uh, if it's outside that tolerance, we, we see quite a bit on, on used stuff or uh, cheap, you know, eBay injectors, uh, then it's failed. So wow. it's time to send it in to be rebuilt by Bosch. Oh, so you Not, wouldn't actually do any rebuilding yourself? We, we don't. We, we do some uh, basic repairs, um, you know, in-house, in like we may replace a solenoid or... Uh, a nozzle maybe, mm -hmm. but uh, as far as the internal workings of the injector, uh, we, we just let the professionals at Bosch take care of that. That's that's awesome because yeah. I'm sure their equipment is, um, you know, a couple steps above because it's in-house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, their, their equipment's state-of-the-art, and it, it is their product, so nobody's going to know their product right. better than them. 
And that is pretty cool. You got like a little mini station to yeah. basically validate and check those yeah. injectors to make yeah, sure so, you know what you're selling. Yeah. So if a, a customer say he has a uh, you know a bad balance rates on his truck, for example, um, yeah. but he's you know doesn't have too many miles on him or you know something's odd about it, uh, he can send the injectors to us and we can test them and uh, see what's going on. Well, maybe he's just got one bad injector. Why replace the entire set if he just got one bad one? Or maybe they all test fine and you got some other issues going on, maybe a compression issue with your motor or a valve adjustment or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely a useful tool for us and uh, for the customer. And we also use it for uh, testing and calibrating our brand new injectors, our performance injectors. Okay. So anything from like 15% over up to 100% over, uh, LB7, Cummins, uh, well, LB7, Duramax through uh, LMM, uh cummins injectors you know we do all that in-house cool what year cummins do you guys common rail so 03 oh. to well present sure we, we can do those holy cow yeah. that's all going on right here yeah it's a lot dan and um that's exciting because i know um the more tools you have the the better you are to help your customer at mm -hmm. the end of the day to help answer all these questions yep so so basically, of course, you can. I'm gonna go back and kind of rescan the groceries on the 650 build because I'm gonna come back to you, and we're gonna make 700. Okay. We're gonna make 750. We're gonna yep. keep working it up the ladder yep. until uh, we get to Josh Edge's yeah. um, truck. You know where yeah. we know we're at the bleeding, bleeding edge of yep. what anything should take. Yeah. Um, and that's gonna be a fun story when we get there. Yeah. Josh is a great guy. He's a truck puller, and yep. he makes a gob of horsepower out of yep. this LBZ. Yeah, we got his truck here right now, actually. Do you? Yep. Awesome. Yeah, walking around the store here, you know, there's a lot of trucks, a lot of metal on the yard, mm -hmm. and uh, looks to be a pretty exciting season coming up. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about drag racing and truck pulling mm -hmm. just in general for the summer. It's finally here, Yeah. you know, and um, we know that... 650 horse can be easily you know hit mm -hmm. but you kind of make it sound easy you know you just make you just say you know it's just do this and do that and do this but at the end of the day you know you got a job that even if you're getting paid you know 25 bucks an hour it's still a big commitment for your customer yeah because he's working his ass off mm -hmm. to pay for his truck Yep. Have a girlfriend, a wife, a family, all this other stuff. Not hopefully all of them, <laughs> but <laughs> right. you know, uh, you know, basically to pour all of this money into their truck, they have to know these things up front. Mm -hmm. That was why I wanted to get you on the show because I know that you can handle that sort of build like nothing. You know, yep. you make it easy. Yeah. I remember back in the day when I was selling trucks at Autoland, and I was just a beginner truck puller, mm -hmm. and I had no idea what to do, and you were the guy that helped me out personally. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Absolutely, and yeah. I'm, I mean that because without the little things, you know, that you told me to do to my truck, I would have never been able to take it to the level um, where it was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I started truck pulling in 2009, and uh, actually 2008 I did a couple pulls but really hit it hard in 2009 and uh, you know every pull I go to you know, I'd, I'd, I'd pull and I would watch the video you know afterwards and study the truck you know how, how, how far did the front end come up when, when I was going down the track or you know where all four tires spinning and you know 
all that kind of stuff. And it really helps you, you know, dial in the suspension setup with the truck and really be able to plant that power, you know, where to put weight on the truck. And, uh, you know, and then I see, you know, newcomers, you know, come into the sport and, uh, you know, they ask me questions like, well, what should I do to my truck? You know, what, should I run sled stops or um, suspension stops? Um, you know, which I put the weight on my truck. And it's like, well, what I found works the best is put the weight here. You know, yes, run suspension stops uh, at this level. Um, you know, stuff like that. So, so you can help oh, them in yeah. their competition yeah. build, and that's a huge thing. Yeah. I, I look around your office here, and there's a beautiful picture of the mistress here, <laughs> which is, uh, tell us about the mistress. Yeah, the, the mistress, uh, that's my 2005 Chevy 2500 truck. I bought that in 2007, and uh, not too long after I bought it, I started, you know, hopping it up a little bit with, uh, you know, tuning and exhaust and air intake and that's the truck that uh, I took to all the county fairs in northern Illinois and southern Wisconsin, uh, pulling in the street diesel class in 2009. And uh, at the end of 2009, she uh, she bent a couple rods. So uh, we decided to build the motor and make it a full-time pull truck. And uh, it started off as 3.0, you know, back when 3.0 was, you know, you know, a thousand horse, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then uh, as, you know, uh, Boy, how old are you, Dan? You're dating yourself here. I'm I'm, I'm 30 years old. <laughs> I know you're dating yourself. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see here. The um, what was I? You were talking about the mistress. And you've been a rod, and then you were uh, oh yeah, three old. So then, then we went to uh, the two six class. Okay. Uh, you know, as the the rules changed over the years, the two six class, the way the truck was set up, just fit better. Um, and you know, we we got multiple points championships over the years with it, and. Uh, yeah, it was just a fun truck, um, and uh, my wife Heather, uh, she's got a 2.5 truck. Uh, it's a 2002 uh, Duramax with a ZF6 manual, and uh, you know she did very well with that truck uh, from 2012 to uh, 15. So, but uh, 2016 we decided to uh, move our shop from our my dad's farm in Marengo to. Uh, Chesney Park here, so we put the pull trucks on hold and uh, decided to build up the business. So nice, you got to focus on what's important. Yep. And word is that Heather's gonna maybe, or you're gonna pull Heather's truck, or maybe a few times well, on the uh, track this year. Yeah, over the last couple of years, we have been gathering up some parts and whatnot to, to put the truck back together. So uh, we're hoping to bring it back out this year and uh, pull in. Uh, you know northern illinois and southern wisconsin area and that yeah. truck is known as hank yes okay hank the tank i've yep. uh pulled with hank back in the day mm-hmm. oh yeah a couple times that yeah, truck it is was a, a it was pretty, a mean truck yeah well that's exciting i'm glad to see you getting back into it mm-hmm. um we're gonna keep working up the the ladder as far as uh these builds we're gonna keep yeah. taking it to the next level mm-hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna do it with you so right. appreciate your time dan yep um you know, you said uh, HSP. I can't get Michael Graves' image out of my head from his his orange intercooler piping. Oh, yeah. You know, you said HSP. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yep. And, you know, uh, so that's pretty neat to learn a lot about what you got going on here at the store. Yeah. And we look forward to having you on again. All right. Sounds good. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and call Dan's Diesel Performance. 815-977-5865. Call them if you're looking for 
it, it do a truck build, anything mild, wild, maintenance, repair, um, engine builds, tons of different things those guys do. Just give them a call or go to dansdieselperformance.com. They've got a great website. Tons of things are on there as far as products and services and, and all those things. And uh, they'll, they'll make sure and hook you up. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.